Exit. Exit. Welcome to Exit Tainers. I want to talk about the time that I was working at an ice cream store and a, a, a nine foot tall gentleman probably more like eight foot but he was he was in he was so tall he had to duck through the door frame he was wearing all black and he was bald he cut to the front of the line which consisted of seven or eight patrons and he came up to me and he looked at uh, across the ice cream while i was scooping for someone else and i stopped and looked at him and then he looked back at me and he said i forego this and then stepped out of the building yeah that was a cryptid for sure. I, I, I am, first of all, I am not making this up. This actually did happen. And it, it sounds like something you would just say to say, though. And that's why I know it's real. He, anyway. That man left a mark on my life. Welcome back to Exit Tainers. Um, you want to say that one more time for us? Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, exit. And welcome back. So now that we've been back, it's been a minute. <laughs> I was at the dentist, and it hurt a little bit, but I'm okay. They poked you with some with some scrapey tools? A little bit. I kind of liked it, to be honest. It was kind of like... It was stressful up until it became, like, oddly relaxing when I just sort of zoned out. Oddly relaxing? Yeah, I watched Price is Right. I like... Uh, one of my fondest memories of the dentist was when they gave me laughing gas for my wisdom teeth, and Johnny Ooh. Test suddenly became a watchable show. I doubt that. <laughs> you, okay, I have a genuine be... question. What? Because I watched Johnny Test as a kid. Yeah. But it was one of those things where, like, I didn't it, actively watch it. It was, it was on. It was on, and I didn't care. There's a lot of shows like that. Actually, I was going to make... <sighs> but, like, there is a hatred for Johnny Test that I didn't realize. Like, yeah. I don't like it, but I didn't realize how much people hated it. And I'm just wondering, like, what about it do people hate? I think the hatred for Johnny Test is very much akin to how people get upset about the word moist where it's like okay sure sure that's disagreeable yeah but don't act like i just shot a puppy in front of you please well yeah it's it's, it's like John, silly... johnny test is not a great show it it's completely fine i it's... still think the worst sin that it commits is the the ripoff of american idiot that it calls a theme song oh yeah yeah, it is kind of. I never. No, liked. if you listen, if you listen to them side by side, it's like one one. Yeah, I never really liked the theme song of Johnny Test, but. Anywho, um, yeah, I think people don't like the. Uh, I mean, it's it like it's crass, it's silly, it it plays into like. Dumb, adolescent boy humor. Well, I think gross out humor. Yeah, well, I never liked gross out humor growing up and like that was 90s stuff so like What's i was wrong with gross out humor? well i was still getting like the filtering of it yeah. like through like reruns and shit yeah. but i don't like i don't get it it's you don't not get me. it i don't get it when something is gross how does that make it funny i think there's occasions where gross out humor can be funny but it has to be done in a way that it's a, I think it's a risky type of humor because you can either it, you can either do something that's really funny, like or you can alienate half your audience. Exactly. Like there there are instances, and they're mostly cartoon that I can think of where mm. someone throwing up was like actually kind of comedic. I actually I have a problem with that specifically 
Total Drama Island mm-hmm. was such a fun and inventive parody of reality show challenge things. Sure. Have you seen it? Yes. Okay. I loved it as a kid. They threw up way too much on that show. Yes. Like excessively. It, it, it was a crutch. It well, ruined parts well, of the show for me that were like actually interesting. Gross out humor really was like up there in it was the mid two thousands. Like there you was were the it there was a whole YouTube. show called Grossology. Oh, I remember yeah, that. That yeah. was one I actively skipped. Yeah, that one was that one was gnar. I just like because um, Johnny Test did a lot of it. Uh, what else did a lot of it? Definitely. Um, I'm just thinking like Ren and Stimpy style stuff. That see that goes even beyond just it really, gross like, out. Because I Ren know. and Stimpy was like actively attempting to to offend. It was upsetting. It, it yeah, it was legitimate. Well, I think actually it's a lot like, and and I know Invader Zim came after it, but I think that I don't think Invader Zim is offensive. It's cute, isn't it? It's like cute have, in a gothic way. Invader Zim is one of the most disgusting shows I've ever seen. In what way? It it, it it's horrendous. Like it like, de- it depicts the 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 world as like a, a dystopian hellscape yeah. where. Fast food restaurants are like dripping with grease from every corner, and schools are are held together by like duct tape and spit. It's yeah. I thought it was a cool aesthetic. I I was legitimately uncomfortable with many episodes of Invader Zim, especially Dark Harvest, the episode where Zim uh, takes organs from different children in mm. the school. That's great. How the fuck did they get that past censors? You know what? I'll be honest. I think half the time censors don't actually pay attention. Like if you if you can conceal something even slightly, they'll let it slide. Not even because well, I, I imagine they got more and more strict as things went on, especially if they were like. I mean, I think Nick was always pretty like whatever about it. Yeah, but Nick, Nick was more gross out humor than than anything else like yeah. disney disney disney's really strict about it but there was still some shows i don't know if you've ever seen um alex hirsch creator of gravity falls recently uh published a video on his twitter of his back and forth emails with the standards and practices board of disney mm. and there's there's one instance that people talk about a lot where he was like I think uh, I know what you're talking about, but yes. The, the spin the bottle. Uh, no, okay. No, okay, okay. So Let's go. They, they had a, a Halloween episode, and there was uh, a sheet of paper that was like the invitation, and it said like, crazy costumes, free candy, and uh, bottles will be spun. And the, the board was like, yeah, no, this refers to like, making out without your parents there. <gasps> we can't promote that. But like, and Alex was like, "Okay, but like, I'm not actually referring to that. Like, you don't, you don't know. Like, the bottles could be to decide who has to, I don't know, pin the tail on the donkey." Yeah. And the board was like, "We still think it's not okay." And he was like, "What if I replaced bottles will be spun with uh, this party is not standards and practices approved?" And the board was like, "I don't think people will get that." And he was like, "Yeah, but can I Good. do it?" Yeah. And they were like, "Not SMP approved is SMP approved." Hell yeah. See, I loved, I loved like, especially watching like older shows and picking up on jokes that I wouldn't have gotten before. Mm -hmm. I mentioned Even Stevens earlier. I don't remember if we were recording then, but I really like Even Stevens. It's just like one of my comfort shows and I loved it as a kid. 
and there was a joke that I I like it got me and then it got me again because there's like a bit where do you have you watched Steven Stevens? I think I it, there's one of those things that I very passively consumed. Okay, uh, so it's back like in the day. it's like junior high age kids. Sure, and it's a brother and a sister. Sure, and the sister's name is Ren, and you are very close to your mic. This is how close you're supposed to be. Okay, um, but the. So she's dating a boy, right? Dating. She wants to give him a kiss. Wants to give him a smooch. But every time she goes in... Every he, time we touch. He gives her a high five <laughs> instead. And she complains to her mom. She's like, every time I try to kiss him, he just wants to high five me. And she goes, uh, is that what they're calling it these days? And she was like, like, <laughs> like a high five, like up. And she was like, oh... Yeah, no, I just want, yeah, yeah, we're on the same page about what that is. And it was like, man, I would love to know what she thought that high five I, was. I, I love it because it's so, it's so vague. I personally call that a low five, but. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's what they were going for. But I, but it could mean, it could mean so many things. Right. And I love that because it was so funny to me when I wasn't expecting them to do something like that. <laughs> Made my well, day. Th that's, that's how you get it past the board though. You got to make it so like wide in scope yeah uh, who knows what you're actually trying to imply exactly like it, it has to be that you have to you have to um you have to uh, yeah 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 uh, for sure when <laughs> man from nantucket um yeah anyway so there was a show we were talking about earlier and i can't remember the name of it we were talking it was during the johnny test era of speaking like grossology five minutes ago no no i've lost i hate total okay. drama island maybe clone no. high yeah uh, clone high is good clone high makes me happy who you know who wrote you know who wrote clone high yes i do and i hope that i they said they're working on a second season and i hope they mean it i feel like they they probably want to mean it, but I don't know how likely it actually is. Because uh, it's the guy who... Chris Miller and Phil Lloyd, or Phil or Lloyd Miller and Phil Chris. They, they have four first names collectively. I know what you're trying to say, <laughs> but it's Bill Lawrence is one of the writers. Uh, He's the guy who created Scrubs, my favorite television show of all time. Well, because... Okay, because and I love him. It was it was the though it was the that that pair of of dorks. Yeah, that I think th they directed it or produced it or probably. I I could look it up, but I won't. Yeah, no, me neither. Um, yeah, I hope I I hope something good comes of it because they want to get as much of the original crew, not just cast crew. Oh back yeah, definitely. Um, do you think they'll do an art style change? If they did, it would be suicide. Well, because that's what I was wondering. Because it's such a distinct the, style. Like the the rough edges, yeah. Like they're essential. And and I mean, look, look at how many shows throughout the the mid two thousands went on to copy that. Like total drama. Like the 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 team that draw that drew total drama were instructed to straight up rip off Clone High. Really? Yes. I didn't know that, but that makes sense looking back at yes, it. Yes, absolutely. It is, it is very. But like, I didn't know about Clone High. When of course. I watched, so I was like oh, this is a unique style and I'm interested, but... Yeah, but if you look at like that or, I mean, hey, some other things. Um, 
there, there was just a lot of rough edges like even a show like i don't know fairly odd parents the mm. uh, they they drew the characters to be pretty uh pretty edgy <laughs> question when you watch an animated show of any kind do you like outlines do you like a black border around your mans i i want my character to be full and 3d and they i want them to have personality what do you think of jimmy neutron fuck you know hey. what? I think about that Jimmy Neutron bit a lot, where he, where he's uh, at the what was the what was the dorky uh, like douchebag kid that worked at the McSpankies? Oh, I don't remember his name either. Oh no, it's 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 something like Chad. It's like one of those like Chuck. Names. Yeah, it's one something of something like that. Um, Chuck Berry. Okay, well you know who I'm talking about, and yes. hopefully anybody that's in the audience knows what I'm talking about. They know because th- there's a there's a bit that's very famous uh, from YouTube clips and the like where uh, he's like, "Hey, can you pass me some salt? The customer wants some extra salt, or like yeah. you you dropped a packet of salt." And Jimmy's like, "Oh, sodium chloride," and he's like, "Uh, dude, it's salt." Yeah. And I think about that a lot because, first of all, it's not just sodium chloride. Table salt is combined with a few other things. It's a good bit, but it's a little off the nose. That's the part, like, whenever you try to write... Also, it's just, like, am I supposed to care about Jimmy in that scene? Because I want to punch his ass. No, it's, it's the Big Bang Theory level of smart man said smart thing, so laugh. Because you don't understand it because you're dumb. I, th- you know, I was thinking about this the other day, the way that uh, some of the older um, cartoons like uh, like like late 70s, early 80s, Scooby-Doo yeah. and uh, Flintstones yeah. and even going back like to the Jetsons. Uh, Hanna-Barbera. You could have just said Hanna-Barbera. I could have, but. But you didn't. I, I'm, I'm just I'm thinking the way <laughs> that my little brain did because because they the those shows had laugh tracks and they did or at least when they aired them on uh on teletoon retro they would boomerang i remember boomerang they they aired them however i consumed them when i was younger they had laugh tracks yeah and For whatever reason, I thought that laugh tracks meant. Laugh tracks meant it was an adult show. Because more often than not, things that had laugh tracks were sitcoms and those were more adult oriented. Right. So those would come on, and I was just incredibly uncomfortable every time I was watching The Flintstones or Scooby Doo. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I swear on my left nut that the scooby-doo ones had laugh tracks now which one made you choose the left nut Uh, like do you have a favorite i have a favorite like 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 just like there's like which one you think is looks better well no i can't judge them like that i can't i don't i don't judge people based on their looks i do but only me um gaming as a whole like like as an entirety yeah, I have I have gone through and I have ranked the vast majority of games that I have played. It's, Mistake. It's three hundred plus, and I have determined that on the whole, not not we ain't square here. Yeah, we're talking the whole. 
You're saying you're making 360. So, so Matt is making a circular motion with his hands just in case anybody missed that. It's a 7 out of 10. You play 7 out of 10 games most? No, just well, yeah, sure most things I've played have been 7. You're saying video games as a whole like are if, a like 7 just out of 10. video games rated 7 out of 10. That's interesting cuz I only play good games. So you have a lot of video games, Freeman. Are <laughs> you sure? Them. I don't play them though. <laughs> I just have them. I actually I don't have anything that I considered like a a, a one or a zero at least in my Steam library or from the only the only games that I've actively purchased knowing they were disgustingly terrible was Sonic O Six and Metroid Other M, which I coincidentally bought the same day. <laughs> It was just like in an EB Games. Yeah, I hate myself. Let's go. It was in an EB Games bargain bin for like three bucks. And I was like, I mean, these games are iconic for being bad. It'd be weird if I didn't own them, you know? Yeah. I I don't know if it's just because I'm missing them because I, like, I just, I scrolled through my Steam library and went through anything. I didn't count games that I don't have like more than 30 minutes played on because I can't make a judgment like that. But yeah, I the just amount think, of games that I own compared to the amount that I've actually like quote unquote played is very minuscule yeah. and I, it makes me sad, but I'm, I'm sure there's working on it. some that I'm forgetting from like the DS era that I, you know, picked up at uh, at GameStop when they had like a rental program. I wish that I got more games at EB Games when like physical stores were real. Mm-hmm. They sh- they just I like I didn't even know about it. I don't know if they're just remodeling, but I think they just completely shut down the EB Games in Sackville, which is the one that I go to. Well, they have a lot. The of one the- in Sunnyside Mall has been gone for I don't even know how long. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know where else to get. I mean, I that's the problem though is I didn't notice they went out of business because I've just been buying online. Yep. So I'm part of the problem, so I can't complain about it. But I wanna I wanna complain about it. Existing game stores have been turned into more of a a showcase for uh merchandise or Definitely. But it's not even like good merchandise though. They have a a, a nerf nerf Fortnite Fortnite nerf. Fort, yeah. Fortnite nerf assault rifle shoot your mom. Like that's genuinely it, it upsets me when I see that. You know what upsets me? Uh, the fact that I made a point back in like episode one where I wanted to talk about how TF2 was fucked and I never got around to that. So the thing is, there's a whole bunch of like bots, and I see I could be referring to either Titanfall 2 or Team Fortress 2 in this moment, but I'm yeah. going to talk about Team Fortress because okay, both of these games actually have uh, a, a, a very severe uh, botting problem. I've noticed your Steam account has a little hashtag at the bottom for uh, save TF2. That was a movement that was like... Jeez, I guess that was like a month ago now, where uh, people just took to Twitter and they didn't they didn't harass the developers. They didn't, uh, you know, they they just gave them a little notice. Well, no, they 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 posted why they loved the game. That was the prompt. Oh, oh that's cute. They I were like, like I want I want you guys to talk about why you like this game and why you care about it and why it's important to you. Yeah. And the result was it trended for the whole day. Um. And it got Valve's attention, and they were like, we'll do something. And so far, uh, we've gotten a small update. It's not Woo! much. Good stuff. Um, I mean, you know what, though? I can't... That's why I can't dedicate time to, like, those big online games, because they're gonna die one day. And I can't... I can't justify putting in that much time into something that will eventually erode. Like, I love RPGs, because they'll always be there, and if I want to play it again... And just play it again, mm-hmm. and then it's fun, and then I have a good time. I like um, 
everything is mortal. So can we at least have one thing that can, you know, See, go past space and time? I, I really like the... Um, I like the uh, multiplayer games that I get to play with my friends and are more based around actual user interaction. That and must that's, be nice to have friends. That's why I like Team Fortress 2 because there's a lot of... I don't know why other games just fuck up emotes and uh, like taunts, little little character animations. They almost always are misleading or too vague to mean anything. I don't. Yeah, I just don't like them. I like Team Fortress because at least the default ones are specific to each character. Yeah. And beyond that, you can purchase ones like the one that blew up the game back when it came out was the Conga because you would press the button to do the taunt and you would start doing a dance and other players could come up to you, target you, press the taunt button, and they would also begin to dance. Nice. And it became like a pandemic where someone would join a server, start the conga, and every person, regardless of if they were on the same team or not, started doing the conga. I love whenever there is a non-violent like way to play a game. Like, it's not... It's just like everybody agrees. This is what you do now. Yeah, I. It makes me so happy that there's just like. Well, because the universal sign is is a crouch. Yeah. If you if you crouch and pull out your melee weapon, then it's time it, for... it's you 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 put the gun down or you're an asshole. Yeah, it's silly times now. <laughs> I, I I like that. that. I like it because it's good. It, it's like a, it's almost like a, a a social platform that just happens to have guns and objectives that you can choose to partake yeah. in if you would like you putting your hands up you're showing you're not a threat and then you have a party um i see your list of games but i can't really see it but uh, i'm assuming you know here here's the important part the the 10 out of 10 section which is very small yeah uh, smaller let's, than i thought it would be let's see how much i disagree with uh celeste agree cruelty squad haven't played it Earth but I've heard you, that's the one that's the weird fucking... The, the terrible game that's a 0 out of 10, so it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give it a pass because I don't know about it, but I trust your opinion on it. Earthbound. Yeah. Fez. I haven't played enough of it, but yeah. Enter the Gungeon. Haven't played it at all, but I know people like it. Half-Life 2. I'm not, I haven't, okay, I haven't played Half-Life 2, but I know it's also probably good. Portal. Yeah, I love Portal. The first one. The second one is not a 10. Yeah, I haven't played Portal 2 yet, but I really enjoyed the first one. How, how do you play games? I just sort of go with it. You know what actually happens? I have a weird, like... PT. That's yeah. the last one. Well, well, that's... I don't know if that counts as a game, but I'll give it to you as a... It's a teaser. It's a playable teaser. I know. It's not a real game. It's an, it's an experience. Yeah. Games are experiences. Okay. Listen, I actually, I wanted to talk a bit about that because two of my favorite games from this year are very short and I'm coming to strongly enjoy this short format of game that's only about 90 minutes long. Short King games are my favorite. I really because it used to be you know if you wanted to play something short like that you would usually show up in the form of some some crappy like shareware i shouldn't say shareware um i know what you're like the the shovelware stuff yeah it would just be it would be some crap on steam it would be free to download yeah or it would be in a browser and or like yeah like any sort of like indie like breaking into the scene thing they would do a small game yeah but honestly 
my okay i i've been wanting to make a series uh on my youtube channel which i won't plug but i have um on like every not every but a lot of games will have like a slog and for every game there's sort of a one point where you you dip in interest mm -hmm. and i found you know it where it is in mario 64 because you know where it is in mario 64 Oh, I don't want to say it because I feel like you and me will have different opinions. No, on it. I, I want to know what you think it is because I know exactly where the fuck it is. Oh, fuck, what's it called? It's the one with the boat. The one with the, it's the second Bowser world after the, it's the. Really? The, the, the second water world, the submarine? The first one is fun, but the submarine one, that's where I lose it. For me, it's, uh, I think it's called, it's wet dry land. Oh yeah, no, okay. I was the yeah, no, wet dry lands. But that's that's the first level after the the boat. Wet so dry land area. is fucking. It you ever seen sucks. those those icebergs of like? Uh, do you know what I'm talking? about? Oh yeah, about? yeah, you, yeah. The the like the iceberg of whatever uh, things related know. to this yeah. piece of media, and it's like at the top, it's like, oh, did you know in Mario sixty four, Yoshi is on top of the castle. And I hate like, that I know who you're, what voice you're doing. I know exactly <laughs> who it is, and I will not say it. But I know who you're imitating, and it's. But then, it's but good. then at the bottom, it's like June 1926, uh, hidden documents, and it's yeah, like, like actually interesting stuff. But it's like half of the time it's just made up. But there oh, is definitely. in those icebergs there is a reference to how wet dry land has a like a negative emotional aura and every time i look at the iceberg i'm like yeah i don't really know what you're talking about but i completely agree with you it's Th that is the there. point in the game where i'm just like i don't want to play this anymore right you start to drop off and i think that's the issue with games that are too long is if you can have a game that's amazing but there's a, a section that bums you out nine right there right but if you have a short game that's perfect all the way through yeah. like celeste is there's not a moment where I'm like, I'm over this. I exactly. was in it. I'm still in it. I still haven't done the, the super extra But, but that's, that's extra, right? Because with Celeste, it's like each section isn't necessarily actual platforming difficulty. Right. It's a puzzle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah at that point, it's, it's very... It's, there's very few parts of Celeste in the essential main game that are actually like super timing based that require you to be this, this ninja. Yeah. You know, but it makes you feel that way. Oh, yeah. It, because once you find the intended path, it's easy. Yeah, Celeste makes me feel like a badass. Mm -hmm. The only other game I was going to say that's like off the top of my head because it's always in my brain. Have you played Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga? I have not played Superstar Saga. Okay. Superstar Saga is really good, but it is like kind of easy. It's on the easier side. Mm. But it's really, it's just like I played it when I was super young and I just loved it. There is a section in the game that sucks so hard that it's literally like i don't want to play anymore there's a point in the desert where you have to it's an escort mission which everybody loves you have to escort princess peach through a desert uh-huh in which she moves erratically and of her own volition she can't get touched by a single enemy like moving around on the the main men or the main map so you have to and, run around and confront the enemies. Right. But if you don't and she gets captured, she gets taken to an underground lair and you have to start over. But you have to go find the underground lair, beat the enemies, take her back, and then it starts you from the beginning. And it's literally every time I get to that section, I'm like, and Super, and Superstar Saga is over for now. Yep. Like, I'm done with the game. If you have that in your game, like, at what point were they like, oh, we need to pad this for X amount of time? It's a Game Boy Advance game. It doesn't need <laughs> yeah. to be anything.
Let I, it be simple. I have this issue with a game that I have gone back to recently because a good parody of it showed up on Steam, which is one of the one-hour games I was talking about earlier. The Witness, which yeah. you may have heard of, um, is a puzzle game of the uh, the mist uh, spawn in which you are plopped on an island with no story, no face, no idea of who you are, and you are meant to wander around and solve puzzles. Yeah. Now, the way these puzzles take place is it gives you a, a square panel, and you are meant to draw lines that connect things. Sometimes you have to say there's a bunch of white squares and black squares, you have to segregate them. Uh, that's representative of something, maybe. I don't Whoa. know. <laughs> Point is, you have this big, beautiful open world, and you have to just jam your face into an iPad and solve puzzles yeah. for the entirety of the game. Right. And that 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 was frustrating. I think I own this game on Steam. Uh, it was free on Epic Games twice. I don't do that. Ep you should get Epic Games because you get free stuff. This goes for everyone else. I if refuse. you have a PC and you want free games, get get Epic Games. They just S give shit away. Speaking of free games, when I did the um, Support Ukraine bundle, yes. I got the Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Yes, me too. I'm about to say some hot takes. Spitting some hot takes about Spyro. Spitting some flames like Spyro. Spyro 1 is fucking awesome. I don't think that's... I don't like contested. Spyro 2. Okay. I don't think Spyro 2 is a good game. <laughs> I really... I couldn't... I couldn't do it. And, like, I looked into, um, like, how, like, it changed from the originals. I think I would like the original Spyro 2 more. But, like, fuck. Just the, the excess of cutscenes, the amount of side quests... Cutscenes suck dick. They're not, like, they're not, it, like, and it's just, it's kind of, like, it's a little uglier than I would have wanted it to be. The character designs don't really translate from the original PS1, and you're playing The Witness now. That's really cool. Should I have mentioned that, or was that supposed to be a little Easter egg for just us? Spyro 2, huh? Spyro 2 is just not, I couldn't. Like, I literally, I love collectathons. They're my favorite thing ever. I still... I love collectathons. I, I sort of get it. And but... Spyro 1 was such a good collectathon because it was like, all right, fucking, you have an open world. It's the PS1. People are still new to, like, open world 3D stuff. I'm not doing this. That's smart. Um... <laughs> and, like, it's just, like, find dragons, find gems, find dragon eggs, and just have a party. Yeah. And, I, I, I dislike that. I dislike repetitive like, gameplay. But then Spyro 2 is walk down this set path, talk to this NPC, do a little side mission where you kill a bunch of things, get an orb, go to the next thing with an orb, and it's just like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. Literally, the first two missions are escort missions where it's like a guy's being chased by an enemy. When are, the enemy. Gonna, when are we going to get rid of escort missions? I mean, that was back in the or like late 90s but i still like and no, i don't want to try spyro 3 because apparently it's super duper buggy i i hate that i wish remakes would take it upon themselves to actually improve yes here's one thing it's I, like you have an opportunity to take something old and look at it and go maybe this wasn't perfect right. i know this isn't my work but let me have a go at it yeah i don't think uh, there is a point you can go too far, though, and I think Final Fantasy VII is a good example of 
You know what? Because okay. it's a completely different game. It is. It's same just, character. It's just it's the same story, but on a different. It's Final Fantasy X with Final Fantasy VII characters, and sure. I don't want that. I like the active uh, battle system mm-hmm. of the early Final Fantasies. Mm-hmm. I love Final Fantasy just in general, mm-hmm. but like Final Fantasy VII as a game was super fun and like engaging, and it didn't like. I don't have the brain to talk about it right now, but like the original Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven was great. Well, they seven. Um, they didn't need to do well, it. Obviously, it's cool that they remade it, and well, honestly, it probably worked out for the best anyway because everybody already loves Final Fantasy Seven. Just fucking do anything else. Yeah, but I heard Resident Evil Two. They did a similar thing of remake, but it's a different game. Yeah. Because it's it's like a first person shooty. Yeah, but I don't. Or I it's don't, a third person shooty instead of like you know the survival horror. I don't fixed cameras. I don't jive with that. I think I think Resident Evil does a really good job of what it does. You know and what? It, I, it was unique. I jive with. Um, I brought up the witness because I want to talk about this parody game that was the, made re- recently, and it's called The Looker. All right. And not only. I, I and I genuinely think this game is brilliant. It's free on Steam if you would like to play it. Ooh. Um it takes about an hour to complete it. You know what I was thinking of? It was the Talos principle. That's what I was thinking of. <sighs> that game makes me so frustrated. Yeah, is it bad or is it just difficult? Uh no, it's not difficult. It's just the First off, it pisses me off <laughs> that the developers, the only thing they have made outside of the Talos principle is Serious Sam, which Honestly, should speak to how serious I took the Talos principle. Are you supposed to take it seriously? You are. You, they want you to. Okay. There's a bunch of... Any game that has, like, computer terminals with a bunch of excess data on them... Well, yeah. But it was one of those things where, like, is this so pretentious it's looping back in on itself? No. Oh, okay. it, it, it just It's just head-up-ass pretentious. Bummer. Which I, I always hate. I haven't played it yet, but I... I maybe the, i won't the puzzles <laughs> themselves were interesting um this this is what sucks because every every single puzzle every single first person puzzle game post portal mm. has elements of portal in it because portal is just that fucking good have you played mist yes okay cuz i was going to say that's the other one that i could think of that's like the big first person puzzle game yeah, this is so weird to consider like <laughs> point and clicks. Like, oh, person. fucking monkey! Was it Monkey Island? Secret of Monkey Island. Secret of Monkey Island. Salmon Max. Uh, Day of the Tentacle. That's another one. Uh, so the Looker. Um, not only does it parody the Witness in making it instead of uh connecting dots with like intricately uh laced puzzles where you have to really think about where you're gonna draw your lines yeah uh the looker will put will have the word start and the word end in times new roman and tells you to draw a line between them that's so low effort i love it 90 percent of the puzzles here it there will be a huge maze that connects the start and end and you can just draw around the edge of it dude um and it works uh I love there it. but then as you progress it it shows some inventive ideas Mm. like it will um there's a point where you have to align yourself there's there's a crosshair 
Mm. And there's some cannons. And you have to move and align yourself so that the crosshair is lined up with a ship. You can't move it. You just have to position yourself in a way that the uh, crosshair lines up with a ship. Yeah. And then, from a distance, draw the line between the start and end on the crosshair. Oh, that's fun. And that fires the cannon at a ship. The See, witness cool. has nothing like that. And yeah. so this is why I think th this is a brilliant parody because a, a good parody spits in the face of what it is parodying. That's what I'm saying. A good parody can transcend its its original. But not even that. It's that like a good parody, first and foremost, is disrespectful yeah. to its, its original source. Exactly. But to go even further and be like, not only... Because from the beginning, the whole start to end stuff, it's like, sure, you're making it stupid and childish and it's silly. There's a point right. where they show you like a kid's menu from a restaurant <laughs> and it's one of the puzzles is on there. All right. I love this game. Um, and it, it's such a slap in the face. But to go beyond that and be like, here's what you could have done, you stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like you could have been so much more. I love it. It's I, I have so much respect for games that like actually go balls to the wall like that that are like um th that are just completely they 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 understand the source better than the source did yeah and it's completely evident and things like another game that i've been playing recently neon white um it is a first-person parkour action adventure. Looks like an anime game to me. I know. And this is where... So, because mm. the gameplay... Oh, no, I need to tell you something that really bummed me out about my dentist appointment. See, see my socks? Were your teeth not neon white? They weren't, and they're still not. Look at my socks, man. Goku. You have Goku socks. Like I do Goku have Goku socks. I fucking love them. They're kid Goku because the original Dragon Ball is better than Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Come at me. The, 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 the hygienist saw my socks and went, oh, man, is that Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. I don't want to talk about anime anymore. <laughs> right? Um, and I was just like, no, it's Goku. And she's like, yeah, I love that, that series. And I was like, all right. She was lovely otherwise, though. But it just sort of, it was one of those things where it was like, she's just trying is that to make, not, is that not she's just like, trying to make conversation. I know, but is that, is that not like reprehensible is written on my foot no it's not even the, it's like don't please check the audio because now i'm paranoid since last session <laughs> oh no, no 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 we're using a different program this time oh right oh right yes, we're on yes so this is fine okay um, that makes you feel better let me let me tell you something people who please tell me if if you come up to me and because i i will talk about a lot of of music in my day-to-day -day life and I, of course, I'm not just walking up to someone. I'm like, "Hey, uh, Death Grips, uh, the the My Bloody Valentine, the Swans." Uh, yeah. Uh, but if if I if I am talking to someone about something and it is very evident that they don't know what I'm talking about, but they still act as if they do, right? I don't know what to do with that person because it, if it I is... call them out. They're gonna double down on it, right? Because well, if they they wouldn't be lying to me so blatantly otherwise. It's just an overall uncomfortable conversation without a good out. I'm. That's, that's why whenever anybody talks to me about anything I don't know what it is, I'm just like, man, what are you saying? <laughs> cool, but what? Yeah, I know because it's like, why are you so stuck up that you feel the need to pretend you know something as opposed to just giving some like you're uh, 
are, do you have no curiosity? I think you know what it's it's one of those things where like you dig you dig a foot of a tunnel and then you just keep digging because you're too far in. Like once I think you they it, buried themselves. Well, yeah, but you you think that if you just play along, then the conversation will end as long as you don't contribute to it. You know what I mean? If it's like basic talk, then you can sort of like skate by. You just let the person say their thing and go yeah, and then you change the subject. But it's like. It is still unfortunate, which actually segues me to one of the few points that I had in my head coming in here. I have a, not a theory, but like I have a, I have a thought process. It's kind of a game theory. And you know what really bums me out is there, there is at our university a class called game theory. And I really wonder how many people would take it thinking it's a different thing. Video of... video game? Yeah. But it's actually about statistics? Yeah. It's funny. But, but it's What's like... What's the segue? So the segue is... Okay. I Nobody likes gatekeeping. Gatekeeping is just a bummer, and it yeah. takes out of the fun of I think, things you I love. I think th there can be, like, healthy gatekeeping. That's what I was about to say. Everybody who says they hate gatekeeping gatekeeps one thing. And I've, I've, I've found, found that, that to be true. Yes. And it's something that I don't, I don't know how to describe it other than like you have a, some sort of protectiveness over something mm -hmm. that makes you, it's not that you have to force someone to like something you like or like it in the way you want them to, yeah. but there's like a, man, there is so much to this thing that if you heard what I was saying, you could experience it the way I do. You just want them to experience it as much as you do, but it's still... Not good. So I want to hear what do you gatekeep, Matt? Because if you tell me, I'll tell you what my gatekeep thing is. Oh, it's Half Life. Yeah, it's Half Life through and through, and it's specifically in the way that you just said, where it's like, if someone were to boot up the 1998 classic, yeah, and they played, I don't know, two hours of it, and went this, <laughs> the design of these corridors is unintuitive, and I don't know where to go, and also the graphics are bad. I so want to play the game and just give you a false review with something like that, and just because be like... I, I had a conversation with someone after they had played it, and... I agree. And they said to me, um... It, it is almost there. Like, it is, it is like, this close. Yeah. And... <laughs> I had a conversation with someone after they played the game, and they were like, I don't think this was very good, and the story was kind of bad, and I didn't know what I was doing, and uh, it was all over the place. And I told them... This is a contentious one. Yeah. I told them, I, I was like, well... I mean, for the time, it was good. That's the other thing is, should you nope, judge a game never, by its ever. time? Because they, <laughs> they threw it right back in my face. They were like, you don't like Ocarina of Time. To which I said, I like Ocarina of Time. Fuck you. That's the, You know what? That's the biggest thing of like the internet fighting over Ocarina of Time, whether it's good or not. I like it. I don't love it. Yeah. And it's just as simple as that. But it's like it's the most box standard Zelda game there could ever be because it was the first 3D one, and, it and they had to play to it safe. Way. Yeah, and they, they did, did a great job. job. Sure, they did a great job. And see, I this is I I hate this. I hate this back and forth because you can't do it for other. You can't do it for much other media. No. You know when you talk about film and films from back in the day, sure you can talk about how uh, you know some shots weren't standard at the time and sure. some 
uh, dialogue may have been racy. Um, yeah. But still film. Right. And there's still standards. So pretty much everything Citizen Kane forwards is going to hold up relatively well. Right. But the only the only place that I could say kind of counts is like the weird um, period where we discovered CGI and didn't know what to do yet. <laughs> that That's, totally counts. It's like a little valley in film where it's like, yeah, oh, it's the uncanny oh, valley because shit just looks weird for a couple years. Oh man, don't worry about it. No, because because that's absolutely what happened. I mean, look at like Toy Story One. Oh yeah, Nightmare Fuel. But I love it because they went shit. Everything looks plasticky. Wait a minute. What is made what of plastic? What if they are plastic? Um, Genius. It was, it was a smart move. Yeah. But even something like The Incredibles, if you go back and watch it now, it's like there are scenes where the lighting looks like a, a fucking Gary's Mod animation. The lighting, yeah, that's, I love The Incredibles, but the lighting, even as a kid, the lighting bothered me and mm -hmm. I couldn't describe it. It was just like, it made people it look weird. weird. Yeah. It's like, there are plenty of scenes where it looks great. Yeah. When they're outside, it mostly looks great. When they're indoors, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I, it's, it, it looks like, not overexposed, but just sort of like, blech, Yeah, and know? that's how I feel about Goldeneye. The original? 007? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's understandable. I, I think that... Listen, Goldeneye, Goldeneye is the... Not the first-person shooter, but it's, like, the best that they could do at the time. It was, like, the introductory. See, and that's, the, and that's, pro that's probably the problem, is that it was just... Is that the reason that we have, like, bullet magnetism? Yeah. It's the reason for most, like, sh first-person shooter tropes. It's because could some... You, did you only carry two weapons in that? Or was it one at a time? I think it was only one. Okay. I could be wrong. I, I, it's been so goddamn long. I played like a, a, a fucking, uh, that back in like 2007 before I even moved back here. Have you seen like the little, the, the image macro of Pierce Brosnan on the cover and it looks like he has a huge like Joker face? I, uh, James, James Bond burgered your sister. Excuse me? I can't make references to things you don't get. Um, Please. No, I want you to continue doing that, and I'll do the same for you. And then we'll both be confused, and so will everyone listening. Are you, are you about to show me a thing? It's, it's, it's the... Uh, yeah. No, please, just... Oh, I, oh, yeah, I get it. It's, it's a thing, and it looks like the words, but... If you say the wrong words, then it doesn't make sense. That's a funny joke. No, there is no joke. Oh. There's... <laughs> but it's off of that template, yeah? Yeah, it's... The, the whole point... <laughs> you try to figure out what, the, what it could possibly exactly, be. Exactly, exactly. The but whole point isn't. was... <sighs> yeah. No, I get it. I love it. I really, you know what my favorite this thing completely is? Is like, when you don't get a joke and you just go with it and you're like, yeah, man, that's good. That's funny. Oh, no, th that. I that, get you it. Can, you can end up with a joke that's funnier than the original joke. Nine times out of ten, yeah. Where someone's like, oh, my God, I had such a good example a while ago. It was like, 
I I said some I said I made a comment about the game that we were playing. I was like, "Man, this is this is this is this is as chaotic as a, a night at Mel Brooks' house." And hey, and he responded with like, "Yeah, and I don't know where my dad." Is. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good because you don't need the context of the original joke. It's still funny even if you know who Mel Brooks is. So well, there was context for him saying, "I don't like, I don't know where my dad is," but it was like it was such an inside joke that it had no connection right. to Mel Brooks at all. So whether or not you get it, it's still funny, which is, I think, <laughs> comedy. Anyway, can I talk about my uh, what? You, what did I call it? Gatekeeping. The Schadenfreude. Yeah, Mazeltov. What do you gatekeep? Is it is it Fire Emblem? It's Fire Emblem. <laughs> I hate Fire Emblem because I love it so much. Yep. It's really you know what my issue is, and I'm gonna blame it on Weebs. I'm serious. It's Fire Emblem was a great series once upon a time, and it's good now still. But there is a period where they weren't selling. Corin. Corin is ugh. Don't even get me started. But essentially. Barefoot. The short version of it? Short Corin? There is short Corin. I don't like it, though. It's... My issue with it is specifically that the games were doing great. Matt, what are you doing with that gun? Matt, please. It's a shotgun. I can stop talking if you'd like. Wait, no, go ahead. Okay. He's just um putting a thing in a thing. I know a lot about guns. Is that going to make a sound? Does it make... Okay. Anyway. So you were... It wasn't selling. The games weren't selling, and so they went, let's go all out and make it complete anime... Like, fan service. Yeah. And so they did that to an extent in a good way, and then they went, oh shit, we just sold a million copies. Let's do it again, but worse. Uh Uh-huh. And again. And it's like... Okay. Did you like Three Houses? I love Three Houses, okay. but it's very different from all the other Fire Emblem games. So it was like, hey, we're trying something weird and new. My issue with Awakening and Fates, I'm going to go on a tangent because it's, it really is a thing of like, if you started with Awakening, that's fine. If you started with Fates, fine. Mm-hmm. If those are the only games you play, I don't want to talk to you because the, the what they're looking for in a fire emblem game is very different from what i'm looking for yeah. they're looking for waifus and mating ritual shit and i don't is there mating ritual shit in those games oh yeah uh, every character when you um rank up your like social Relation. relationship with them if you choose to marry them there's like a confession scene and you get like full body art of them like draping over you and being like i love you forever and it's real uncomfortable. And Stardew I don't Valley like just let you marry them if you gave someone a funny rock ten times. See, that's good. I like that. <laughs> that's how it should be. But what I hated, that's, okay. In Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War, one of the best ones. That one, that, I, I, I think, was that for GBA? SNES. Wow. It was, it was never localized. That game had generational aren't porting aren't, aren't they bringing that one over i really hope so i, I thought, really i thought really they just said it. that it's if if they announced that and it i somehow didn't hear about it i would be floored 
I don't like the word floored because it can either mean like intense bad or intense good. Is it coming? Am I going to come from this? Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> anyway, the main point is that Genealogy of the Holy War, true to its name, takes place over the course of two generations. So you play as characters, and then at a certain point in the game, you get to play as the character's kids. But you only get the character's kids if you get the characters married. And their stats will carry over. So you have incentive to pair people off based on stats and mm -hmm. weapons that can only be passed down because there's a pure blood system where certain people of certain lineages can carry certain weapons. And I love that. And then they went, let's do it in Awakening, but with fucking time travel so everybody is in the game forever. And then Fates was like, shit, they liked it in Awakening. Let's do it, but instead with just like weird interdimensional portals where they, no joke, will have a kid, throw them in an alternate portal where time is faster, wait until they're of legal age, and then they go and recruit them for your war. And it's like, how fucked is that? That's crazy. And then you can marry your your friend's kid, which is like, you literally are just like, they were just a baby a month ago. You shove them in this portal, they come back as a legal adult, and it's like, and now you're married to me. And it's so gross. And it's like, the entire point of having generational characters is that they are similar to their parents, you pass down stats that you want, you pass down items that you want, and you continue on from where your parents left off, story-wise and gameplay-wise, it's genius. And then with the new games, you get the parents and the kids, because the kids have the stats of the parents combined, kids are just better. So you're, you're implored to just make everybody fuck, shove them in a portal, get them when they're legal, and now you have a super army of children who never had lives. And it's like, there's a point of like, like realism and like suspension of disbelief that I'll allow. And it's like, I can't with that. I can't in good conscience, like any of these characters, knowing that they are willing to throw a baby in a portal. You know, I just, I can't. And so three houses, they didn't do kids. You could marry someone if you wanted to, just for the aesthetic of it, which is cute if you have that in, in mind. But otherwise, I just want to play a fun strategy RPG with fantasy characters. I don't want to fuck a cartoon. That's all. You're <laughs> dunking on half of RPGs. <laughs> Bro, and we're not it's even talking. They're not even restricting no, this you to JRPGs. Like, look at the people who play Skyrim and install booby mods. The highest of class. I respect those people. I don't respect those people at all. <laughs> I it just, sucks because I have to go and download some of them because they actually have... Listen, listen, listen. Amen. So some of them, they put in so much effort that it's like there are better skeletal meshes for both male and female characters in the game. So it's like other mods that do like armors and animations are built off of the booby mods because the tech going into them is so advanced. Hey, so I have to have the booby mods if I want to have the pretty combat animations. Honestly, you just 
whatever whatever helps you sleep at night what i'm sleeping i'm <laughs> fighting dragons thank you very much with some heavily plated armor oh i'm heavily plated <laughs> i know you are <laughs> so anyway so it's fine you can like the fire emblem games that you like it's just like there are fuck how many are there now there's 17 18 fire emblem games and so many of them are so much better than awakening and fates but because of the popularity that's what people know and it's like i just wish people knew about better ones that are more fun i i get that and i feel like that's what's gonna happen whenever you are a big fan of a franchise that has spanned as long as right, fire emblem has it's like i hate that feeling of like i I liked it before it was popular. And mm -hmm. so it's like you mm -hmm. have this mentality of like, hey, look at all this cool stuff that's behind us. And they're like, no, no, only new stuff. And it's like, okay, that's fine. You know what's even weirder though? Because you're missing I'm, out. I'm a Half-Life fan. Yeah. Half-Life, actually pretty much all the games, yeah, all of the games except Alex came out before I even had my first gaming system. Right. Like I was six. Before you were a twinkle in your dad's balls. That's my favorite expression. <laughs> Half-Life Half is a pretty easy one to get invested in because, like, Fire Emblem, there's, like, 17 different games, and there's remakes, and there's and spin-offs. And those are long games, too. Oh, like, absolutely. RPGs are... And there's so much re replayability to mm -hmm. all of them. But Half-Life, as far as I'm aware, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's Half-Life, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, Half-Life Alex. So check this out. It's actually Half-Life. Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, then Episode 2. Oh, Half-Life 2 is a separate game. Half-Life 2 is a, is about a 25 to 30 hour game. Oh. Episode 1 is like DLC 1. But before DLC was a thing, really. Yeah, well, no, DLC was absolutely a thing. But, but it was presented as... They wanted to do episodic content. And so people were like, where's Half-Life 3 or Episode 3? Just anything with a 3 on it, please. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Um, but those are but the only... Episode 1 was like a 6-hour game. Episode 2 was like a 12-and-a-half-hour game. They so went wait, crazy which, with it. Which one's a 10 out of 10 on your list? Half-Life 2. Okay, the original. Yes, gotcha. and that's because... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, there was... Listen, Half-Life 2 is great because... Even as I, I can get there are some critics at the time who called it a glorified tech demo sure. and that's fair because it half-life 2's big claim was that you could do physics stuff but that's the thing couldn't can't you be both can't you be and it and it is both yeah. and i'm very convinced of that because sure it can feel a little goofy when they drop you in a pit and there's a bunch of cinder blocks and there's a, a fucking seesaw and yeah. you're meant to prop it up so you can jump out of the pit. Right. It's showing off. It's like, we can do this shit now. So we're doing it. Right. And, I like it. But it's also that that's still intuitive so many years right. later. You know, it's not like. I, I can't think of a great example, but I'm sure there's so much stuff in like Mist mm. where I have to flip through a book a digital book yeah. to get answers. Ooh, I love that. I love I love any game that has a book inside the game. I shout out tunic. I shout out inscription. Shout out Mist. 
see, because I, I enjoyed Inscription and Tunic, the way that those were integrated, because those were very... Those had storytelling pieces. Actually, they're very similar because they're both part of the world while giving you gameplay tips. Exactly. They're integrated perfectly. And both both break the fourth wall. Yeah, Inscription and Tunic, the, the, the manuals or guidebooks, whatever you want to call them in those games are great. In, in Myst, it's like a journal and half of it is like lore building and half of it is puzzles. There's no distinction. Well, yeah. That's so the you only you just have to suffer through reading that, and I get it. It's again, but if you like lore, then you're all about it. Sure, and it's like I want to be engaged with this, but I also want to solve this fucking puzzle that I've been sitting on for an hour now. Yeah, and well, I that's the problem is like there are people who like like having lore and backstory, and people who don't. And like fucking hell, give me a timeline of events, give me dates, give me like places where major things happen. I'm all about it. Oh, I, I love that. I, I want to be interested in it too, but I but there's a time and place for it. And when yeah. I've been when I've been stuck on a puzzle forever and I'm going to this book as a last resort with bloodshot eyes scratching through the pages. I, I, no, I don't want to know about how you and your father built this machine. That's understandable, but like I, I I'm like, show show me the code. Show me the fucking code. Yeah. And that's why we have the internet now. You just look it up. Cause I, I, I refuse to do it. it I does, can't puzzle it, games. It does hurt my soul a little bit, but I will do it. Like, fuck, what was... Um, oh, no, what was a game? Something... What's the, the one where you move around the puzzle pieces that are, like, the win conditions? Win the game? Something... Mimi? BB? Doo-doo? What's the thing? You know what I'm talking about. The little dog thing little white dog thing and you push around blocks oh. <laughs> what is it what's it called i don't remember the name of it i like that game but i'm not good at it matt please talk to me i have no idea you know what I'm i, I have about. i have like a, a fraction of a frame in my head right now we've talked about this game before like at length what are you talking about? Okay, your little white blob thing, and it's like top-down puzzles, and you have like flag is win. Oh, it's Baba, Baba is, is you. you. You're yeah. a rabbit. You're a rabbit. Okay. Baba bunny. Oh, is that what that means? I thought it was just Lisa Baba. He is a bit of he's what? he's I don't know that's what it He is a bit rabbity now that I think about it. I Yeah, I'm not good at that you, game. You said wind conditions. I thought you said wind conditions and then you started talking about dogs and I was like, are you playing Okami? No, but Okami's real good. <laughs> I like Okami. Uh, Baba is you. What did Baba you want to say you. about it? I'm not good at it, so I've looked up the answers to some puzzles because it's no. hard. There's only so many combinations. I know, but I'm really not good. I'm not good at it. It hurts my brain, but I love the idea of it. It's really fun. I'm just bad. I, I It hurts my soul to do it, but I do it. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I I only looked up solutions. I'm I'm thinking of the times that I've looked up solutions. I did look up a solution or two for Fez. I looked up I, I, actually IGN. No, not IGN. 
it was another publication. I can't remember. It might've been Polygon. Um, it was one of the bigger ones, um, hmm. but they were really clever about the way that they had their site laid out because they didn't just have, here is the answer to the puzzle. Right. They were like, here's a hint. Here's a second hint. Yes. That's more revealing. That's, yeah. Here's the actual solution. That's what um, the Tuna community has taken. Uh, it's the, oh no, I, I talked to you about before. Yeah, the, There's a system yeah. that was in place from another thing, another game. It's a website, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was you you look it up and they give you vague hints that eventually turn into the answer so you can still find right. it. Cuz that's the thing for me, I'm willing to bang my head against a wall to figure out a puzzle for so long. Right. So if I need to look something up, that's just at that point I feel like it's not good game design. Okay. Baba is you I don't count because that one hurts my head. Let's... But like generally speaking, if I have to look up something, it's like this is why you I... failed me here. I, I right, it's like I'm not mad. There's difficulty and then there's convoluted difficulty. Right. And it's like there's the point where I feel upset at myself versus upset at the game designer. Yeah. That's that one sounded like it hurt. I agree though, definitely. I appreciated being able to play through tunic with you because we could bounce hints off one another. See, I loved that. That's that's the experience that I look for is like interactive or not interact but like cooperative games where you're both playing a single player game yeah i had a friend in, in elementary why, school that's why i liked elden ring so much because so many people were playing it right like i'm not usually the one to jump on on trendy games. sure so when i can it's so fun to get to engage that mm -hmm. when i was in elementary school every time a new pokemon game came out it's like the playground talk was yes. pokemon get on the phone we're talking about our teams. We're talking about what, like, what Pokemon we like. It's, it's so much. That's so fun to me. The first time I ever felt praise from another human being. That the first time I ever felt was thanks to Pokemon. Made me feel. I had, like, that it didn't feel like just forced, uh, good job from your parents. Yeah. Was when I got off the bus on the, the like, first week of second grade. And my, my friend who was stuck on the Elite Four, I was like, oh, I beat her. I beat Cynthia first try. And he was like, that's cold. Teach man. me. <laughs> Seriously. That Cynthia felt, is. Cynthia's a bitch. Cynth Listen, Cynthia. Cynthia changed how I look at women. <laughs> how do you and how do you look at women, Freeman? Can you explain to the viewers? They all look the like process? Cynthia now. I don't know why. <laughs> That's all I see. Her little black hair bead things. You hear? I can't. You hear dissonant electro pop in the background I when you see I them. I hear Garchomp's cry. You hear a, the be doo be doo. It just I can't anymore. She was really easy in in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl though, which bummed me out. Yeah, because all like... the teams were like actually built competitively, kind of. Yeah. And she was easy because the fairy type exists now. Yep. Which is unfortunate for her. Uh huh. But. Well, it's not even just do? that. It's like that Milotic with the flame orb was a was a one. I was actually like so excited when I saw it, the flame orb pop off because it was like, dude, she's a gamer. She wants to kill you. She's an actual gamer. Yeah, it. It was so. It was like, and yet she died. Yeah, it just well, it couldn't. It couldn't do too much. Out of my way, Thunderbolt twice. <sighs> Good times. There was another thing I was going to say about. Uh, yeah. Earlier. Something about it. Something about 
Mm, Pokemon, no. You know, I don't think Pokemon's very good as a, a oh! franchise overall. There we go. Thank you. Um, the I was gonna say that's what I was excited about with um, uh, playing games as they come out. We've talked about this, but I just want to say it on the podcast so that we have evidence of it. Is that you, me, and our mutual friend Cat are gonna be playing the new Pokemon game? What are they called? Scarlet and Violet. Mm. When they come out. Each of us is picking a different starter, and we're gonna, we've committed to each starter Pokemon, and we will see which one ends up with the not furry. Tell you it's not going to be me. Because you're going with the pepper. Uh, the little pepper crocodile. Well, you're, does Matt, cat, have to, cat has the cat. No, cat picked Quaxley. Oh, okay, well, I guess. I, I, we I'm have, blazing it up. We have... We have... <laughs> A Discord message where you go, I don't care what I pick. And Cat said, I love the duck. And I said, I love the crocodile. And you get the grass cat. Well, I mean, the grass cat. And it's like, going to be a furry. Sure. Do you think it's going to be like Fennekin, where it turns out to be uh, uh, like a magician? I was thinking more of like, a, like it's got a little dress. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Do you see how the fur is like curled up? It's so going to turn into a dress. And like, we've talked I like about the, this. I, like the, I love how the internet has taken Sprigatito and already. Take... It's so like intense. Like, do not get up. Don't stand on two legs, please. I just like the way they turned the cat into a stoner. Like. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the easy one. Any like leaf Pokemon. You remember, you remember when we didn't know what Snivy was called and everybody called him Smugleaf? Who the fuck was doing that? You don't remember that? What do I? What was I supposed to remember? Back, did you not follow like internet stuff when Black and White came out? I was twelve. So was I. And my parents, I had limited computer access. Ooh, loser. I didn't. I didn't. Okay, get, so I didn't hop on the four chan until I was fourteen. You got to understand when Black and White came out, they released the um, okay. You're not gonna make fun of me now. What's the opposite of a shadow? Like what? Outline. The outline. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. No, that was the, the opposite of a shadow is an outline. That was harmful. Anyway, they 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 gave uh, they showed us the don't no no. I actually <laughs> thought there was something in there, and I would have. I was actually gonna be upset with you. <laughs> You've never seen me upset, but you wouldn't like it. I wouldn't do that You to wouldn't you. like me when I'm hungry. Shout out to the Incredible Hulk 2008. Okay, I really thought He's... you were going to say we got a Snickers sponsorship. No. No, he says that in Spanish. In the movie. The Incredible Hulk is a really good movie. And no, I'll stand it's by not. It. Yes, it is. We're going to watch it together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out all the things he that are cool. He keeps doing this to me. Who are you, who are you talking to? <laughs> the audience! They you don't, don't. You think? I, wait, is there anybody? Uh, oh, yeah, no, no don't add. <laughs> don't. Okay, listen. Ratio. I just. No, I'm not saying it's a great movie. I really like it, and I think what it. You just does, think it's acceptable. It does what it tries to do. It does well. I think. My main point was that in black and white, before they showed off the starters, they just showed off the, the outline. Incredible Hulk with a Pokemon logo, which was. <laughs> Which was really cool at the time for them to do a tie-in. Yeah, you know, I, I think... You remember if, when they put Thanos in Fortnite? 
They put the Incredible Hulk in black and white Pokemon. Thanos and Fortnite, the Hulk is in black and white. You know, the, the, the original Hulk was uh, gray. Kirby was... Kirby was... Uh, white. Yeah. Because they couldn't decide what color he should be. And then they pink washed him. Which is really cool, I think. I think they should have uh, thought about what they were doing because of the impact that it had on people who played the game. I can't look at the color pink without thinking of Kirby, and that's on Masahiro Sakurai. Wow. I don't like that. Um, anyway, you should look it up because people... Okay, when the outlines of the original starters came out for black and white, people started, like, speculating. and People see, started drawing porn. Well, yes, but I want you to look it up right now. Look up the porn. Because they're, like, just black and white starter outlines. Because people got crazy with trying to guess what the things are and knowing what they look like now. It's so insane. What? So, like, what the fuck are you supposed to guess these things are? Hold on. Exit out of that one. There was, there was one that was colored in. Exit out. Ex exit. Exit. That one. Ah! Like, what the fuck is that? Oh, because they didn't label what types they were. They didn't, so you just had to guess. Like, watching people try to figure out... <laughs> <laughs> right? Plater. Trying to... F I encourage everybody who's listening to look up the black and white starter, like, guess, guesses, the outlines, because it is so funny watching what, like, since we know now what they look like, people trying to guess. Because they left Bro, it they so thought open. That, they thought that Snivy's face was going the other way. And yeah, that right. the, the Like people got convinced about a certain way that they were going and when so when they came. Hey yo, out, this this is actually like pretty close to Snivy. Exactly. That's just it. It's like some of them were, some of them they were uh, they were pretty close, but some of them they were Right? <laughs> it's literally like At this point, you need to just like link the like the URL to that one because I think everybody needs to see this. This, this one. is the one. Yeah, that's the it. Oh my god, it's good. <laughs> the, this is like hiding again. This is horrendous. And so this is what I had to deal with when I was growing up on the internet. People were doing this, and I just had to live with it. I had to watch them make fools of themselves with their hubris. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. I thought you'd get a kick out of him. Like, it's literally, it looks like people are trying to shove. The, they look so much like, dude, the amount of like. They're like if Digimon had uh, a little bit too much they look incest. Like, they look like OCs. They, they well, look they, like, I mean, they, they I, essentially I, are. I know, I know, but they look like, they look like shitty, like like furry role play but that's just it was bad in 2012 imagine if they did that now how what people would do there's a there's a PETA cruelty free stamp in this search as well rock on which just tickles me i love that always oh no did you find another good one <laughs> wait i'm gonna i'm walking over <laughs> oh my god That's so fucked up. I hate it. And this is why the internet should be abolished for sure. It's so funny 
though because it's so high quality compared to everything else that we've seen. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really good picture. See, that's another one that I think you should link, but also no one should have to see that. I'm I can't link you know, that. You shouldn't. I I can't. All I can do is tell you that it's it's an image of it, we'll call it a compilation of Pokémon stuffed inside of the outlines. That is Torchic and uh what is that? Meryl. Torchic and Meryl are having a time. They're having a good time together. This in the traditional sense. This is the best thing I've seen all day. It's pretty good. I I I have to link it now that I said that. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Wow. Um I think that's the best. Yeah, that's the best place to end it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Um, I'm going to have to like censor the part where I say Please do. Because <laughs> just, just going to sound I don't want to be associated with them, to be honest. That's fair. Um, no, keep it in, but keep this part in as well, where we talk about it. Yeah. It's are toxic now. Next episode, we're going to be, uh, we're going to have special guest H. John Benjamin of Bob's Burgers and Archer fame. And maybe I'll solicit Holy fuck, you can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> you, anyway. you, you can't say that in any capacity. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Exit. Nope, nope, nope. It's not over. I lied to you. Uh, we have to talk about it because it's it's not going to be a thing by the by the time next podcast time rolls around. All right. Welcome to the after show starring H. John Benjamin. Hi, it's me, H. John Benjamin from Archer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Derailing so, before we even begun again. Hashtag gentle minions is a trend primarily on TikTok. It Please, exists yes. elsewhere. Please tell me I am a non-TikTok person. So I don't social media very often. I, I believe this stemmed from like, if I say a Chad meme, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So imagine, if you will, a Chad meme and the caption reads, two tickets to Minions Rise of Gru, please. Love it. Now take that and project it into reality in a time where we have a lot of students who just went to their prom and yep. have a tailor-made suit that still fits them properly. Oh, no. In which groups of them have little brothers or sisters that need to go see a movie over the weekend. And so these young men, boys, however old they may be, are dressing up in suits, marching to the theaters in groups of four or five, and walking up to the counter, whipping off their aviator sunglasses, and demanding the best seats in the house for Minions Rise of Gru at 6.15pm. fucking love it. It is... I, I am not joking because I do work at a movie theater. It is I love unironically supporting movies. You remember when Morbius flopped and then there were a bunch of memes and Sony thought that meant people wanted to see it and then they released it again and then it flopped again? Yeah. That, that was, was really funny. That was really fucking funny. <laughs> but I, I bet they're like watching this trend in like shock and awe because they're like, how come you get to make memes and it works, but I make memes and it doesn't work? Right. There's a very small line between what works meme wise and minions is a meme cash cow well it's not only that but i i and i didn't i didn't really process this properly um minions came out in 2015 and despicable me came out in like what 2011 2013 i think maybe that was a sequel that i only sequel. ever watched the first one the point is 
if we're just going off the original Minions movie, that's seven years ago, man. Yeah, it's about time for a sequel. Yeah, we're old. They deserve um, it. But it's not even just that. It's that these 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 teenagers that are going now, they were like actually the target demographic when the first one came out. Right. So it's like... They're doing it out of nostalgia. It's partial nostalgia. So which is upsetting Isn't me. that crazy? They got minion nostalgia. Yeah, that's that makes me feel yucky. Edu. That's the end of the episode. Goodbye. Bye. Can you let me exit? Can you let me exit? Exit. Bye.